The weather's changing, man. Yeah, this weather's beautiful. This weather is telling us things. I mean, I'm too sexy for this cold weather. <laughs> Look, I must tell you something. Happen. I actually wanted to keep it for when we start, but I'll tell you now that we are. No, we started. We recorded already. <laughs> we up. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Driving, yeah. I was playing, playing girls, white girls. Mm. With a window cracked just a little bit like that. <sighs> Driving slow in the little sunset move. I felt 17, 18 years old again, man. It's a beautiful it takes, thing. It's, it's a beautiful feeling. <laughs> it's a beautiful environment. Thing. It takes you to a different place. But um, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Here we go. Uh, uh. Hey. It's the weekend, 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 weekend. We're back to usual scheduling. Scheduled program. New, 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 fresh as fuck. Yes, it's him. Hey, it's your boy. Wait, is that Keenan on the mic? Yes, indeed it is. And that's us. Welcome to another episode of the Red Cup Podcast. I'm your host, Keenan, a.k.a. Giant, a.k.a. OVO Giant. And to my left, I have... Hey, it's your boy, Francois, a.k.a. Fuff, a.k.a. Fresh as fuck. We in the building. What a week. What a week. It's, it's, I don't know. I think like, I feel like Mercury is in retrograde or something like that. <laughs> There's some shit going on, but I'm tired yeah. as fuck, but we're going to get some energy. Yo, yeah, 100%. Get this energy up, get the feeling, restore the feeling. Shout out to all the YouTube listeners, the Spotify listeners. We really appreciate you we guys. Appreciate you. We appreciate you. Um, another episode, another Friday of the Red Cup podcast. This week we're gonna try to bring it down a bit or, or, or lessen the, the music content, which is gonna be very difficult. Difficult to because do after a week like this. Yes. You are listening to a bunch of Drake stands, but we'll do our best. We'll try to give a bit of variety this week. Um, but I would like to start off the pod with a reading. From Drake's CRB <laughs> yeah. album description. Oh, oh, now. Preach. Just to sort of understand the nuances of this album, I think the description gives a good explanation of what this album's about. So the description on, I think it's only on Apple. It's not on yeah, Spotify, right? At the bottom there, it's, it's only on Apple. So the Apple wins again. And the album description says, a combination of toxic masculinity an acceptance of truth, which is inevitably heartbreaking. Yeah. Sure. We can spend the whole part just <laughs> on trying that. To, trying to dissect. Just trying is. to break that down in terms of, you know, women always come for us in terms of toxic masculinity. And, of course, a lot of it is true. Yeah, of course. The entitlement that men have, the, you know, feeling like they... they at a different level, societal level than women, all of those sort of things. But in the end, and, you know, trying to control, even in a relationship perspective, we try to control and we try to put our foot down, those sort of things, which is all these days seen as toxic masculinity. Demand for the ice. Demand for the ice sort of thing. But what Drake is saying is so true. Inevitably, us having this toxic masculinity gets in the way of our relationships yeah, and ultimately yeah. inevitably ends in heartbreak <laughs> yeah, right. 
<laughs> because she's going to leave your ass eventually. eventually yeah. She's going to leave <laughs> but you. But he could have written any cuck that you would have made. <laughs> <laughs> you would have made it work. <laughs> but you see, this is how the deep dives start. <laughs> Listen, I would, like to, I would like to start off today's pod with, a, with, with just looking at what we've been hearing over this past few days from this album. Give a... A, a album breakdown, but I would like to do it from the perspective of one, a Drake fan, yeah, and then two, a podcaster. Hundred percent. So the Drake fan aspect is just going to be us being us, we Drake fans. But the podcaster perspective, I think we're going to have to be a bit unbiased and critical. Yeah, have to be critical of the album. So go ahead, you go first from a Drake fan perspective. So obviously, it's all over the internet, like everyone's speaking about it. Yeah. And the best one I found online was a guy comparing Drake to an Apple iPhone. Okay. In the sense that you kind of knew what you were going to get. Yeah. But just a bit better every time. So the albums are, it's the same recipe, but you know you're going to get something great. Yeah. It will always be an amazing product at the end of the day. Um, That's going to have big impact uh, in terms of yes, but the general public. It's like the iPhone 13 yet that he dropped now. Yeah. In no, the, that's a great description. I, f- I follow. I follow. Check, so it's like the same stuff, but just the camera is a bit better. Or yeah. the buses are a bit better and the sound quality is a bit better. And the end. Hmm. So, um, yeah. And then, then the inevitable heartbreak that comes through is, is that you now stuck in a place where you have to compare Donda to CLB. Hmm. And um, Donda is... A harder lesson, and CLB is a very easy lesson. Explain harder lesson and easy it, lesson. You you kind of have to tune in to listen to Donda. This is just my perspective. On yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So you have to tune into it to, and if you're gonna play it to someone totally new to it, mm. it's gonna take them a minute. Sorry to um, acclimatize, uh, acclimatize or acquire the taste mm. of what's oh. Kanye, right? I but, just just pause there for a second. I take I take you back to this past weekend. We were playing CLB on repeat. It was like just playing in the background. They didn't really hear any complaints, but that could just be because people knew there's a new Drake album out and we, right. we're going to listen. <laughs> we yeah. gonna, we're going to play it then. Have a choice here. But then just for the sake of variety, I, I, I put on a bit of Donda. So I put, yeah. off, I put on Off the Grid and I put on Hurricane, yeah. which in my mind I thought would be you know, a bit of variety and would, wouldn't go off so badly. But you actually looked to me and said, you took this to a dark place now. Yeah, And that it, I thought was very, like, it was a, a hectic observation. Yeah. Because, because that's how it felt. Because the mood of it is like darker, more like artistic, yeah. deeper, you know, it's like that type of vibes. I heard a description of Donda that said it, it's basically, even the way... um. Kanye reached out to Andre 3000 yeah. was that it was a, meant to be a musical tribute to his mother. And yes. that makes perfectly sense. Um, Perfect sense. Yeah, so that, that is what Donda, that's the name It's a Donda, musical. You know, it's his mother. But it's also a musical, that part, I that think. Part, uh, uh, yeah. So it was a show. It was him building this whole show three times. Mm. But then there's obviously the, the conspiracy theorist out there saying that... Um, it was actually because he had one of those things that's on the Ouija boards next to the bed that was on the stage. Mm. And this whole thing was basically him trying to reach out to his mother's spirit. Sure. 
So he's trying it's to do some, up, some uh, spiritual <laughs> yeah. lifting dances. He, he was hoping that maybe a spirit comes out. Oh, my word. Kanye is off the grid for real, real. Yeah. But that's, that's crazy. That's but that's the conspiracy theory, obviously. Yeah. But going back to like sort of harder listen, easier listen. Yeah, I just, you could feel that the mood almost changed when I played Donda, when I played yeah. those two songs. And immediately we went back to Drake. Yes. So talk about like the, the easier listen, so to so, say, which you think is like CLB. Don, like CLB, right? If my mother is here now, I can play that album from start to finish. Mm. And she'll probably like vibe to it. Mm. Um, if my nephew is here, who's like 10, 11 years old, and I play CLB to him, it's it's just smooth on the ear in that sense. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter who's there. It works like this. It works for everyone. And background music, I feel uh, that's something I've gone back to over the past few days with CLB in the sense of I, I played it while we had people over, while we were, you know, enjoying our Saturday. And I've also played it while I'm working, just in the background. background and yeah. like I said to you, started at number one and played it right through to 21. And it worked. Like, it's not anything that yeah. you feel is hard, hard on the ears, like you said. You know, what's strange for me, though, is that but it's because I had that, that short little 10-second clip of them making the video of um, Too Sexy. Eh? Mm. And, but I've overplayed it for myself now. So I need to take a break from it. That I, I agree with you on that. And a lot of people, I put out my top three from CLB yesterday. A lot of people were like, why not Way Too Sexy? Yeah. Don't you like Way Too Sexy? Like I said last week as well, I think we mentioned, environment plays a big part in the way you listen to music. music yes. And I told, I said to a few people, I can see myself losing my mind to way too sexy <laughs> in the club <laughs> environment. I, I was going to say that. So I'm not saying I'm over it. I'm saying that if, if, you, if I'm in the fucking club and that fucking thing comes on. Like, forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> for all Excuse my me for the way I act. But yeah, definitely, it's it's a lot to do with the environment. Obviously, Drake is the type of artist that's going to try, even though you know what you're going to get from him, you, he's going to try to cater to as many settings as possible. Yeah. So he's going to try to cater to the hookah lounge. He's going to try to cater to the turn up. He's going to try to cater to, you know, you and your girl breaking up. 100%. And, you know, the toxic masculinity stuff that, he talk, that he's talking about. So you're going to get that. From a Drake's fan perspective for me and why I like this album so much is that a lot of Drake fans say, we want the old Drake. Yeah. We want to, you know, hear the, the, the take is, the, the nothing was the, the same. The melodic hooks and like those the, things. Yeah. And what I came up with in the week is that you can take any song from CLB and slot it into any of those albums, and it yeah, would work. Exactly. That's the way I listen to CLB now. I listen to it as, you know, before be, last week before the album came out, yeah. we went back to old Drake albums mm. to just restore the feeling, and it's exactly like yeah, it's this like with I, CLB. I, when I sent you into deep last night, um, it's almost like he, there's a song to top off every album that he had in the past. Yeah. That's so, the, uh, like a following chronological. Yeah. So uh, Into Deep is like the perfect closure for me that I needed for um, What a Time to Be Alive. Mm. That's literally one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that's one. <laughs> <laughs> that was so, the one. You know, you. I fuck with that one. Yeah. So for me, it was, um, and I first thought that My Way Too Sexy was actually that song, mm. but it's not. 
Into deep. Into deep is that. The way you explained into deep to me was, it, it gave me a different perspective. So it was the perspective of, this is, you know, you trying to tell this girl, listen, I'm not like these guys in the club. I'm trying to show you yeah. a different way of, of what this perception is. The toxic masculinity again. Yes, exactly. But again, <laughs> it ended in <laughs> inevitable <laughs> heartbreak. Once I link up with my friend Future, exactly, and we go we back to the strip the, club, we're gonna just be belong yeah. to the streets again. We do it to ourselves <laughs> at the end of the day. We do it no. to ourselves. So that's my Drake stand for uh, a part. Yeah. Remember, I told you last week there was a lot of people that were ups, that were playing it down, that were eating on the album, and oh, I figured it out. I figured it out. They don't like the album because they're not Drake fans. Hundred percent. This album is not for you. If you're not a Drake fan. But it's undeniable that he is the most streamed artist on the fucking planet. That's the thing. So Whether like, love him or hate, hate him, you were there on Friday. We yeah. were all there on Friday. 100%. It was a public holiday on Friday. And then people want to come with a cack of like Thunder's second day numbers. Out to dead. I did his second day numbers. But go look at maybe three, four, five, and six. Mm. You see, so. Go look at this week. Yeah, go look at this because fuck, in three days he out he out so <laughs> this is on track for I mean the only person that Drake can compete with and he said it on the album first track when I'm at the top it's just me like none of yeah. you are here it's yeah. just me <laughs> no one can compete with him in numbers like and that. that's just what it is so yeah like I was saying a lot of people that didn't like the album aren't Drake fans and if you're not a Drake fan this album's not, not for you you. Yeah. you won't understand it the people that I vibe with on social media. All of them have said they like this album because it reminds them of old Drake. Yeah. So that I think it's it a, no, they did well. Did well. From a podcaster's perspective, it's pre- it's pretty unusual for me to to see songs that have been leaked previously make yeah. the album. Yeah. And that led me to believe that there was some sort of pressure on Drake to release this album. Because normally if there's songs that leak on the internet, the SoundCloud leaks then Drake normally doesn't include them as a part of the... Yeah, he doesn't put it on the, phys- on the actual album. He doesn't put it on the actual album. And it was just weird. I think that's why um, Fair Trade hasn't hit me the way I thought it would. It's, yeah. I mean, the best part of Fair Trade, I have to be honest, the is Travis the Scott. Travis Scott part. Yeah. And um, the but one... Because level, I was fucking playing that clip that he leaked. A million, a million times. times before the album came out. Because we were hungry back then. <laughs> yeah. We were like, we'll take anything. I'm very surprised that October's uh, uh, finest, I think it's called. Yeah. That leak didn't make it. I oh, still yeah, hope yeah. and pray that that and leak that made comes it. Out and you know what? I actually messaged 40 and Noel and said, please <laughs> oh, it's, make, better put this, put this thing <laughs> out as a Lucy or something. Because that's a flipping good song. It's, I think it would yeah, have added would. a lot to this um, album. But yeah, I, I definitely think they w- that there was pressure. I have got a feeling that there's more music coming. No, I think he's going to now drop. He's going to continue dropping cack the whole time. He's going to. I really have a feeling. Even on that Sound 42, um, they played like a little there's dance a, all sort of thing. A, yeah, there's a song thing. with him, of, uh, of him and, um, was it Uzi or Playboy Cardi? Yeah, I think it's a Playboy mm. Cardi song that he played on there. Did you hear it already? I didn't hear that one. Uh, I heard like a last vibey one. But I think he's going to keep dropping. Um, I see the boys touch down in the UK today. Yeah, no, he's going to, you see, he made that album now. And he's been doing a lot of UK sounding stuff mm. before in the, let's call it the single era now. Yeah. Where he just drops randoms. 
So the album had to be Drake. With that too. But he's thinking of his concerts as well. So he can't just have those songs mm-hmm. for for performances. So he's gonna have to have those bangers at those with yeah. the fucking fireworks pop off and cut. For sure, the non stops, all those <laughs> exactly, sort of things. Exactly. I a couple of hot takes from the album. I think Jay Z is definitely talking to Dame Dash on level. I must listen to it again. That's it. He is definitely talking to Dame Dash. And also, I got the verse. Remember last week I was talking about I haven't uh, like felt the Jay Z verse on a Drake um uh album. Yeah. This was definitely it for me. You this, know, I was there was a part of me thinking, is he speaking to Drake and Kanye when he says, um, I know where you live? But it wasn't what I thought it was. It's a Dame Dash thing. So you will only understand it if you know the backstory to the Jay-Z Dame Dash relationship. But also the fact that recently a lot of people in the industry have been pushing almost this narrative for Jay-Z and Dame Dash to sort of make up and make a truce. Yeah. And I have so much more respect for Jay-Z now because I understand what he was saying in that song. Like, don't expect me to make up with this guy when this guy has slandered my name, yeah. when he's had a number of court, um, I have had to get lawyers involved to stop him, remember? Yes. Releasing, um, I the think it was NF- reasonable. The, NF- the NFT, yeah. Yes, the NFT on that Jay-Z album. Don't expect me to be friends with this guy. Yeah, like fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. Like I don't, I don't fucks with him. So don't force this narrative for me to be friends with this guy. Also, another hot take that I got from social media as well is there's 21 songs on this album. Anyone can make 12 songs, can take 12 songs from this album and say, I'm good with these 12 songs. Yeah, you can make your own album out of it. You can make your own album out of it. And that to me... Donda can do the same. Exactly. It's a good album. Yeah. It it isn't... In today's day and age, you can't expect an album with 21 songs on it to like every single song on it, unless you like a major stand. But if you get 12 songs out of 21... That's a good number. <laughs> That's a good number. People are releasing EPs these days with seven songs on it. Yes. So, um, like, I think Kim's album that's coming now, Baby uh, Kim, Kim, I think that is, what, 12 songs? So that's like your more traditional yeah, album these yeah. days. Yeah. But now, but streaming happening, people obviously want to pump the streaming numbers, so the more tracks you more release, tracks. the better. Yeah, it's definitely a, a marketing play at the moment. Shout out to Baby Kim. Uh, I see this is a song titled South, South Africa. Africa. Yeah, That's going to be that. interesting. That's the first song I'm going to on that album. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be like a... And then in local, aka and Costa Teach coming tonight. Hold on. I need to give out a You Played Yourself Award. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> so this is why I have to give Drake and the whole OVO camp the You Played Yourself Award. This album has been in the works for how long? Nine, oh, yeah, nine long, months, no, maybe even longer. Longer, because nine months yeah, was no. the release, so it's a year and a half. There was no need at all for them. And somebody should have seen the, the, the terrible business sense that it would make and the moral sense that it would make to have R. Kelly referenced on the album. That, I feel, was a silly mistake. Yeah, was on what song is he? TSU. Yeah, oh, no, I can't listen to that anymore. What makes it even <laughs> worse? No, it gets worse. It gets worse. The sample that they had to give R. Kelly credit for was yeah. the intro. There was a small part in the intro. That guy talking there. 
Oh, that was Bun B, but there's something else in that intro. I don't know if it's the actual music or the there's a background oh, thing. So it was completely unnecessary. And TSU is actually a good song. Yeah. That whole intro could have been scrapped and you could have had a great that's, song. That's actually what, like that song, I'm sure the radio version is going to cut that whole fucking part. Yeah, the whole, it's unnecessary. You had a whole year. Why in, the, with everything that's going on, would you even put yourself out there to be in any scandal yeah, involving R. Kelly? That's forty Siskel there. <laughs> That's silly. That is silly. And the thing is, you know, with I mean, with a mega mega star like Drake, They're you don't expect scrutinize him like that. Hey? And obviously, he knows that he's going to be scrutinized. Yes, the label should know. The distribution should know. Everyone should know. Somebody had to type out. On the credits, R. Kelly. And he and should have been like, what the fuck? Nah, can we just check this one more time? <laughs> Let's yeah. just see. What, what Are you guys sure about this? No one said that. It, it's honestly, it's, it's unforgivable. I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense. And I think it's very silly to put yourself in that predicament. Yeah. When you're such a big star. I think no one at the moment would want to touch R. Kelly. So, yeah, unfortunately, you have it's to take it, it. It pains me, but I have to give up. <laughs> this you played yourself award. <laughs> yeah, right. Can I At ask you? Unbiased about it. Yeah, no, I have to from a podcaster's perspective. Otherwise, they're gonna be in my mention saying yeah, the guy died. Yeah, you just fucking you just a stand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask you for a top five, or is it too soon, or you're not prepared to commit? Is uh, what's the vibe? What's the vibe? I have a okay top five. Let me think. Okay, so I'll go number one for me is into deep. Mm-hmm. Number two is. Mm, Get your phone out so long. Get your track yeah, list let out. Me, let me just check here. I was playing it in the car now. Let me get my the, yeah, girls you, want girls. Girls want girls is definitely number two. <laughs> <laughs> and um, number three for me is still fair trade. Like okay. I, really, I still fuck with it. And obviously a Travis on there. Have to. Yeah, and then number four, I'm going to go with Way Too Sexy. And then number five is going to be the one where he talks his shit. I'll just find it quickly. I don't know all the names here. I think Champagne Poetry is going to um, sneak up on us eventually also. What is that last one's name? Oh, Remorse. No, no Friends in the Industry. No Friends in the Industry. Also a good one. Number five. Yeah. That's a strong list. Mm. My top five, Poppy's Home. I don't know. I think it's when I first heard Poppy's Home, I was jogging and I came on my way back and that was obviously number two. And I don't know, I felt like a bit of a thug tear <laughs> coming out of my eyes. <laughs> and ever you, since then... When you came to pitch me on Friday um, for the release of the album, when you came to pitch me, yeah. Papi's home was moving all way. <laughs> Papi's home was like, yeah, so Drake, uh, he's basically saying he is that Oh, And he really is. Yeah. The, that's he is like, a, he's loving that life. Come eat off me, is what he's basically saying. I'm, and I'm back now. Yeah. Now we can play this game again. So Papi's home, number one. My number two is a bit of a confliction because I've got my law degree, but I never sort of pretend to be this person like a lawyer that knows everything about the law and all those sort of things. But I'm pretty certain that you can't say, spoiler alert, this nigga dies while you're beefing with Kanye West. <laughs> like that's conspiracy to commit murder. Yeah. But Knife Talk is my number two, man. Knife Talk, Knife yeah. Talk's my number two. And I, I hate to say it, but it's for that bar also. Knife like, Talk is hard, man. Spoiler alert. 
This nigga dies. And it's that pause. It's that pause. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga dies. No, no, that song is hard. So Dive Talks my number two. Um, in the Bible. Also a stupid reason why I like this song. Yeah. But that Dirk. Like, I don't know. I just feel it. Yeah. I feel it. And then Girls One Girls is also, yeah, toxic masculinity. But I that's mean, come one, on, that's the that's one. The that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> and then surprisingly, my number five, I understand because I know Drake and I know their toxic, toxic masculinity. But number five is piped down for me. Ooh. <sighs> but I understand where he's coming from, man. How much must I pay? What is this? <laughs> what do I have to do to make listen, Drake? Let's start with a therapy session. You can't pay a girl to pipe down. Like yeah. girls can make their own decisions. <laughs> Yo, it's terrible. It's terrible. Toxic masculinity. Anyway, that was what? 30, 30 minutes, 20 minutes of Drake? Yo. I think we did well. Nah, nah. That's, That's actually a travesty for Drake's stands. Yeah. I think we gave Kanye like 40 minutes last week. Yeah. But anyway. Good album. We're still vibing. It's going to grow on people. I think that's the takeaway. Yeah, and I think it's like going to be that one that it's going to be playing everywhere you go. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, the summer's spoken for. And the vibes are just going to pick up as it goes. For sure. Um, Costa Teacher, a.k.a. Tomorrow. I'm are actually you? looking forward to it. Funny enough. You know, it's mm. like, it, uh, obviously for everything that's what I've been going through. Yeah. Um, but it, the two tracks that have been released as well, it's good. Yeah, it's good. I, good I didn't like the soft one. I didn't like that personally. Let me quickly go um, to the track list. But um, the the second track they released was fucking odd. What was it called? Um, not Believe or what's it? Um, Believe, no. Super Soft, not that one. You don't like Super that Super Soft one. is the, the lead single. What, you're Welcome. You're Welcome is the album's name. Big Deal. I Big think Deal is the song's name, yeah. Big yeah. Deal. I think it's going to be good. How many is it? There's also like just seven songs on this album, isn't it? I think seven, yeah, because he thinks he's Kanye West. <sighs> That's all. But wow. he loves like Drake, but he aspires to be Kanye. It's a very fucking confusing situation, actually. And you know what's the, let me be honest with this, AKA deal now, but putting my, you know, dislike for the guy to the side. AKA is super talented. Yeah. And I feel if AKA just had to focus on himself, just had to put out the music because he, he's a good lyricist. Yeah. He's a flipping he good lyricist. Well, yeah. He has good uh, song selections, beat selections. He makes it himself. He knows the vibe. I didn't he's even a, know that. He's a producer. Now, yeah. you have all of that. Why are you still templating your. And I mean, he picked Cost the Titch. And this isn't by accident. Yeah, no, this is a very strategic move. This is a very strategic move, but it's a good move because Cost the Titch is. Flippin' talented as well, and I just the the way they sound together. You know that a a collaboration or a duo album is very very hard to do. It's fucking like a joint project. Is yes, a, a joint project yeah. because you don't know if you're gonna feed off each other, if it's gonna make sense, and that's why we, I think we see so few and far between, between yeah. of them. So it's like this is gonna be like what a time to be alive, basically the South African version for sure. No, I'm definitely gonna give I, it a spin tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it, and I. I like the, the process they went through to make it because I think they were all living in a house together. Yeah. And then they produced this whole album. And together. music like that, not for nothing, sounds better, better. to me. Then you're just sending this, the beat Sending the stems in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Sending the file in. 
So I am looking forward to it. I mean, Costa Teach is a brilliant creative. Uh, he does the videos and all of those sort of things. I think that's going to look great. Um, and yeah, I th- I'm looking forward to the album. We'll give you a breakdown next week. But it's cool to have the Alliance stuff as well. So I see they just did a... Uh, they on Ricky Ricks the Yard. Yeah, that's... Yeah. So they... They're plugging... With they're the right, going hard. They're, they're plugging the right stuff into it. And it's look, you can see there's a certain look and feel about it. I this love the neon, color scheme. It's just neon lighting, all of that sort of things. There's definitely, a, it's well thought out. They, they're amazing creators. Um, and then Blackie, I'm also thinking, is, is, should, is due for something soon? Yeah, no, I'm waiting. But he's been, I'm waiting for the Nasty C Blackie track. Yes, you sent me a, a sample of that. Yeah, so it was a, a song that uh, Nasty C actually dropped it months ago on his TikTok. Mm. And it was like, make a dance to this or whatever. Um, what's it? Mbali. Mbali. That's a fucking hot song. And then now Black is obviously on the remix. So that feels to me like a Drake, a Drake Travis Scott type vibe. And those two together. They, must make, also a, they must make a joint album. Fuck. Yeah. No, definitely. I'm looking forward to it. I think South African music is in a good space. Yeah, and it's moving. Like, the quality of our production is yeah. going on. Casper's uh, up out in y- the UK at the moment. Yeah. So, he performed in front of a massive crowd. Like, and, and the, had the yeah, people and going. going. And the man also dropped his new alcohol now. So, it's a sneaker deal. The, <laughs> the uh, bra show. The bra show. So He's working hard. That man's bank account must be looking fucking healthy right He's now. He's strong on the way to the first billy. That's the thing. Yeah. But people people say that, I mean, Drake mentioned it on the album. I don't think he believes in a lot of these people's bullies. Yeah, I know. What? Um, I'm not worried about valuation. Yeah. Show me, show like, like, way off. Yeah. <laughs> they way off. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. But um, looking forward to being out there, actually feeling this music outside. No, I'm, I'm, that's, so that's actually where I'm going into mentally. So I've got my second jab now. It's almost my birthday. And I listen to fucking party, man. No, it is. And I mean, government is on the side of the party. <laughs> the yeah. party in. <laughs> yeah, obviously not something fucking way out of fucking whack. Listen, um, I don't want to speak before Cyril has called his family meeting. But there was a campaign launched this week where it's called Return to Play. It's in your hands. Basically, it's a campaign to get people vaccinated with the hopes that we will be able to get back to activities like sporting and social events. Yes, man. I mean, those industries need it. They need it. We need it for our mental oh health. Exactly. We need it. Yeah, no, 100%. So if, I'm if tired the, of the five-man brain now. Nah, it's time. We need to test <laughs> that. <laughs> I want to meet the random people that I've never met before. Exactly. And if, any, if the past few years is anything to go by, we normally follow the same trajectory as America and the UK. Yeah. So what they've been doing is, in order to go to these events, you need to have a vaccination pass. You need to have been vaccinated. Yes. So that's the route I see government taking. Yeah, and no, they've I, said it already now. They're going to do that. I'm, uh, like, if you look at the football, in, in, like you watch the Premier League and stuff, mm-hmm. it's like normal life there. And what's interesting about it, I saw today, um, Luiso Bala. Yeah. Is he the comedian? Cola. Uh, Cola. He's in the UK at the moment, and he says that their daily cases of COVID is 28,000, but nothing has been shut down. No lockdown whatsoever. So their numbers are going up. Their numbers are far higher than ours. We are like on 6,000, 7,000 a day now. Fuck. They are on 28,000, but because... 
the the they all the majority of the people they are vaccinated it's not uh, ending up in critical critical situations. situations but that's dope because eventually you're going to get it so i've been very lucky exactly. and i think you've been very lucky to dodge this bullet the whole yeah. time like we didn't get the threat but eventually you are but you're going to get up you're going to end up end up getting it and um i almost feel like if i must not get it now it is what it is it is and it's over with get it over and done with because if you think about it let's harken back to pre-covid yeah the odd yearly i got flu now i can't do anything for two weeks or a week i'm sick, yeah, sick in yeah. bed uh, i'm cool with that yeah. i'm cool with getting because you, you get it you get it it <laughs> happens know, you get it becomes a part of life but that's but what i'm i'm going towards now is it's a case of if you've been vaccinated, you should be able to enjoy the everyday social yeah, man. things. And I, like uh, obviously within the reason and still respecting the rules of COVID. Mm. But I do feel like as a species, we are very yeah. social beings. For sure. And I need to be out here. And how is this living? To what extent is this living? Yeah, then you basically might basically being you, on our series. You might as well then plug me in a VR kit, a virtual reality, and I would rather live there than just lama Yeah. No, it's not good. I think enough is enough, and we've yeah. done what we needed to do. So is that now decided we're doing a party for my birthday? <laughs> it is. It's Look an open here. party. Everyone that's listening to this podcast, okay. exactly. <laughs> All of y'all, you just, just consider just this your invite. I just want to see your vaccine um, SMS. Yeah, your then vaccine you, SMS. You but honestly, I think, and I know a lot of people are worried about the perception of it, but I feel if government is on board with you having a big event, um, or event within that COVID limit, yeah. then why not? Because, I mean, fuck, I've seen people's stories and stuff. And um, the clubs are full. But and every pump. one of them that says we COVID compliant, like, come on, come on, fam. Come on, come on. Yeah, come I know, on. man. I mean, like, come on, you, you can call yourself a restaurant, but we know it's a fucking club in that place. Yeah, we know, we so, know what time it is. So, yeah, I, because like the whole time I've been limiting myself to go to any of these type of establishments because I'm obviously fucking scared. But now I feel like, fuck, I've got the jabs in. Maybe go out of it. I'm with you. I am with you 100%. It's been a long year and a half going on to two years. Yeah. It's about it's like, time we live like a bit. I've literally, I was literally in this thing of like selecting where we, if we, even if we, when we go eat out, mm. we would be strategic about selecting places that would be quiet. And selecting days. You know, it's days like, and times. Live, can't live like that. You're not gonna get me out here on a Friday night at any restaurant. Yes. Like no. And even selection, like you said, it's a restaurant selection. I'm not gonna go to the busy spot. I'm gonna yeah, go to the I, quiet I spot. I literally go look at places where I write old people will go to. Mm. And then I know they're not gonna be there. Count on your one hand. I'm sure you can count on your one hand the amount of times we've been in town since the pandemic started. Yo, I can't even count on my one hand. <laughs> it doesn't make up enough. Yeah, I mean, just a, like a liquor pool vibe, you know, rooftop stories, you know, that vibes, man. Park in. I want to go visit the park in Radisson. That looks liquor. That rooftop bar. Yeah. I want to go to yours truly again. That's the vibes. Once I get my second drab, and this is no... Wait, this, when, is, when is yours? Mine is the 1st of October is my second okay. drab. But I'm out here. I'm I'm good with my eighty five percent. October's very own, you say. October's very own. October first. I'm off that day as well. I'm going for my second jab. After my second jab, I'm gonna go to Sneaker Cartel. 
You say you're gonna do the big turn up. Yeah. But the khakis, you wanna go live there with a bottle of fucking burnout. It's not gonna work. You're gonna have a kak night. Yeah, so no. Yeah, that's true. I'm gonna have to go to a place that's within my budget. Keep it here. Yeah, Keep it here. If you're gonna go to Sneaker Cartel, we're gonna have to go big, bro. Yeah. Okay, Phoenix. Big. Phoenix. I'll go to Phoenix, yeah, in Lansdowne. Uber. Uber. Go, go, and then. Nah, I'm looking forward to getting out. I'm looking forward to go to, to even go into a sporting event. Yeah, go to Newlands. Oh, oh fuck, there's no more Newlands. There is no Newlands, but that's another story. Francois, when are you going to take over Western Province Rugby? From <laughs> an administrative <laughs> yeah, perspective. No, fuck. Do you know that there's talks now that SA Rugby is going to put um, Western Province Rugby under administration? Like, run their day-to-day stuff because they're running it into the ground. So they're, not, they're like, uh, obviously not profitable right now because they can't do much. It's bad. Go do some research on it. It's bad, bad, bad. But look at the owners a club like that. You need a fuck ton of money, and it's actually it's it like you need to have serious dough, and you, you what your main business must be making so much profit that that can be like a tax write-off for you. Exactly. But the problem is one: we had the offer for the big bag from that American guy yeah. that went to go buy the sharks, that went to go invest in the sharks. We had that opportunity, but also. If everything is going to go according to government's plan, Western Province needs to be in the right position at the right time to capitalize. Because you know Western Province supporters or Stormer supporters, yeah. they they fill up the stadium. No, they go in. They go hard. I mean, it's known worldwide that we have the best attendance records. Yes. So imagine you have an administration or a union that is going down at the moment and we're on the verge of having what's happening in the Premier League now. Yeah. That, those people but that they, are... But where are they playing? At Cape Town Stadium now? Still at Newlands, but also... But that was probably because of the Lions to have been at Cape Town Stadium. But who someone told me, maybe I'm wrong, or maybe they were well, speaking under correction, is apparently City Varsity mm. is now at the stadium, at, at Newlands. Yeah, they've been making use of Newlands. There's been things that have been happening there, like games being uh, uh, played behind closed doors. But honestly, I I know we're on the board, but, but yeah. <laughs> I think you need to look into it. Me, fuck, it's no, crazy. Man. It's fuck, no, just just go no. see what's going on in you, the news. You know what? Politics in rugby is worse than actual politics. It's ego, and <laughs> it's I know a, that ego. It's worse than actual they have politics. massive egos. Yeah, fuck. I wouldn't get. I wouldn't touch it with a fucking hundred foot pole. <sighs> so sad. Anyway. Another big business that has been affected during the pandemic is obviously the alcohol trade. So there's this new push by BP to sell alcohol at the petrol stations. Yeah, no, they're going to be the first. uh, In my other life, I work with them. Um, They're going to be the first retailer or forecourt retailer to sell Mm -hmm. um, liquor in in, in their stores. I'm a bit on the fence on about it. In the US and in in China, when we were in Mm. China and and fucking Bali, everywhere, you can go into any shop and go buy beer. Yeah. Any sort of 7-Eleven sort of vibe, store, spa, anything. So they're going to have like a wine section Mm. and like beers, right? So some stores would only be selling those types of, like I said, like like a wood sells alcohol. Yeah. So it's only wine and maybe beer. Mm. But um, they're going to have actual liquor stores as well in some of their sites. With like full blown liquor store. Because pick and pay is the retailer the that's retailer, connected to yes. BC. Makes sense. So now there's two sides of this argument. The one side is why are you associating alcohol with the petrol station? With driving. 
That argument I don't really fucks with yeah, because, because drive you can drive. What you, what's the difference? Yes, you drive anywhere to anywhere. go buy alcohol in your car. Yeah, but you see, where, where, and that move is still coming, right? So if you think about pick and pay express, hmm. which is the small, the small shops, they actually forming slowly but surely forming the perfect little um, site to do mini deliveries from. Yeah. So if you look at this pick and pay ASAP thing that they bought from Bottles, if you live in this road and there's a liquor store of pick and pay there, it might be just quick to just pull it from that stock. From that stock, yeah. Distribution, little distribution yeah, centers. Yeah, they setting up this whole buzz here. So yeah, I think like people have this perception just because it's new. And yeah. let's be honest, South Africa does have a bit of an alcohol problem in terms of accidents. <laughs> True story. Like we can speak from... <laughs> experience and personal experience i i honestly don't see anything wrong with it mm. not because of any other reason but i think it's a good thing the yeah. other argument is that it's going to impact taverns and small businesses no, the guys small. who are going to get hurt is the current i don't think the tops and them would get hurt but i think it's all those old leg- legacy boys will be getting yeah taking a knock but i'm, I'm more worried about the crime happening in those garages now oh yes because they already a target yeah yeah, it's gonna be interesting. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to up their security. Now the big business, and this is added on to our succession. But I actually found out what the actual story behind this is. Yeah. So the Cape Town Stock Exchange yes. was ac- is actually for AX. I think it's called. They're just renaming it. Oh, is the it Cape the Town old one? Oh, okay, so it's the same one I spoke about. Same thing. But so, why is there only seven companies on there? No, no, it's a new thing, bro. It's, it's a, a total thing. new Cape yeah. Town stock exchange. Uh, I think it's a. It's not. I think they're from Joburg and they're moving it to Cape Town. Yes, correct. But it sounds like they're launching with seven companies on it mm, because, already. Because the other one, which was owned by JSE as well, is called AltX. Yes, alternative exchange. That one had a lot of companies on there. Because this one already, they're talking about six point six billion in um, capital and what do they call it? Uh, the actual uh, stuff that's being traded on it. So the the market cap of all those companies put together is 6.6 billion. Which is quite a lot. Which means that each of them are almost a billion. Exactly. Or maybe there's one big player in there, it's like 4 billion and others. Number of things. But what makes it interesting is like what we touched on a couple of weeks ago. It's in the office, in the same building as where GoBinge is. Where you're at. Yeah. So it's it's going to be a vibe. (laughs) I must move my software in there as well so I can get that thing popping. Everything. That's going to change the whole vibe of that area. Yeah. Because remember, you're going to be running into people all the time. I must actually hire now before fucking that man push the prices up. Yep. And it's he's probably looking at that as well. But one thing that I've read up in the actual articles is that they are focusing on tech. They're focusing on small to medium businesses. Yeah. So... And I can see it working. I think it's going to work. I think it's really good. Like right now for funding, you have to go to venture capital, private companies, mm. all these elements to fund you or uh, uh, angel that can fund the business for you. Yeah. Once you grow out of that phase, where do you go? Because you're not big enough to go to JSE. Yep. So you need a you, place. You need a place where you can offset um, or, or raise capital cool. um, through the public. 
And, and public also wants to get involved in these cool startups coming up. That's the other thing. A lot of people are getting involved and you could call it the Bitcoin craze and all those sort of things. But this is legit. Though. But it's legit. Like, yeah, things. you're going to get reports on these companies. You're going to see what their strategies are. You're going to understand them. You, yeah. It's not some brat telling you what's going to happen. No, but what I'm saying is that often that Bitcoin or cryptocurrency lane often gets people into this actual official trading as well. Yes. Oh, there's actual companies that I can, so to say, bet on. Yes. If they turn a profit and stuff like that, but I, I get a percentage. That exchange would do better simply because it's tech companies, right? Mm. So the the accelerated growth of tech companies could make your dime turn into a shit ton. Quick, fast. And it's legit. you pick the right horse. Yeah, yeah. But how do you do the research on them? Um, so if it's public, because now they're publicly traded companies, right? Yeah. So everything of them must be public. Not okay. every move, but I mean, that you must know who that board is. But would that database go through the Cape Town Stock Exchange? Would it be available on the Cape Town Stock Exchange? Yeah, to an extent. But okay. those companies' websites, on their websites, they, they would have to, to have all the public stuff. Reports. All um, their reports, their, their, um, their yearly... Um, turnover, their, profits. Alice, everything, everything. Is, it's open to the public. No, nice. It's dope. It's going to make Cape Town interesting. And, and see, I think see how much money the directors are taking home every year. Look, hey, are you the girl list? people on the spot, but <laughs> if I if I do, then I'll make my bag already on the day I list because I'll make some of my stock available for sale. Yeah, and then I'm out. No, Peace. then I still work. I still do everything I'm doing now. Um, but I I I want to pay people that stupid as money. Mm. And I think it's going to be very interesting to see the the environment there. I think you're going to run into a lot of interesting people. It's, yeah, I think it's 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 really good for the local economy mm. in the sense that I say because the the people investing in there is not just me, you, and Joe Public investing, like actual investment companies. Yeah, like um, some people's pensions and cac and stuff can be. That's what I realized. Yeah. Know? So it's and if it's stand up companies. And, and them being so public right now, being mm. a public company, there's certain rules and regulations you have to follow mm. um, to ensure that your thing isn't uh, uh, a moose, yeah, like a moose <laughs> scalum operation or some yeah. shit. So it gives you a bit of comfort that you're not just putting your money into this fugazi fugazi situation. Exactly. There's actual yeah. tangible. But I'm going to quite interesting to see how they interested to see. Are they evaluating those companies? And I wonder who's the seven that's going on there. The seven, I got the list of them. I'll send you the article. Yeah, please, man, please. Um, but it's 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 actually oh yeah, I got it. The seven that's on there is Ahelithcore, NWK Holdings, GAIA, Hartwood, Ashupol, and CA Sales Holdings. Now, why don't I know any of them? Ashupol. What do they sell? Um, life life uh, policies. Oh, is it the insurance yeah. company? Yeah, I think it's either uh, life policies or funeral policies, those sort of things. But Ashupol, I know, is is a national company. Yeah, man. 6.6-odd 6 billion valuation on this thing. And it's just going to go up because I'm sure more companies it's are going to apply to be on there. And you know what? We were actually talking about it a few days ago, maybe in a different context. But Cape Town is alive with entrepreneurs and yeah, small no. business startups and, and stuff. Like this thing obviously plays in line with the whole Silicon Cape initiative. Yeah, it's going to be and such a vibe. Nah, it's a vibe. They're going to cut us off. Right <laughs> 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 no, nah, we will be on there. We're going to be on in the company that's on that thing. 
I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. It's going to be mad. Um, streaming. I've been watching Untold on Netflix, so it's a number of documentaries about like these sporting um, dope, yeah. guys and, and big sporting, um, not characters, but uh, sportsmen. Yes. So it's Caitlyn Jenner. Um, there's a, a tennis guy I on there I watched that one this morning. Was released. I was watching it so like through through the day, like in pieces. But my favorite one was the crime and penalties one, the one about the trashes, the ho- Yo, brother, like, <laughs> his father, that's fucked up. And you know what was great, uh, interesting to see is how in the early 2000s, and in America especially, that bad boy, Mystique, Mystique. persona, yeah. was so like supported and, and liked by the people. People. But so the basically, bra- the, the bra- backstory. <laughs> give the backstory. Yeah. <laughs> the lightest dress suit is my favorite. Nah, he's a little he's gangster. A, he's a thug <laughs> baby. Um, so um, it's a mafia boss. Yeah. Who invests? Who his son plays hockey. His son breaks his leg, and mm. then he invests into buying a license to get one of the national. Um, the second it's division. The, it's the league just under the the what's NHL. It, NHL. Yeah. And they then bring hockey to the town that they're from. Mm. And um, yeah, shit goes fucking pear shaped. Shit goes pear shaped from him. But it was beautiful to see. Yeah. And you know what? I was thinking in today's PC culture, that wouldn't be it like would accepted. And I don't even think the sport would allow for it right now yeah, because it's probably it's so toned down. For sure. But I do also think to an extent, people love seeing a car crash. Yeah, it's fucked up. Eh? It's messed up, but that is what I took from it. I, you could see. People were invested in that because it was a bad Yo, boy team. But uh, and it's just you just went for guys that are like fucking criminals, yeah. basically killers <laughs> on the ice. Yo. And they won. They almost won the league. Yeah, that's the mad thing. So you this, uh, you this a uh, big mystique persona, bad boy persona, and you good as well at the same time. It's just a beautiful combination. <laughs> it's a wild dude. And then you know, uh, marketing. Oh, that uh, that he is or. Or the internet guy that he is, Drake went to go post his trashers jersey. Does he have one? A couple of yeah, he went to go post the day after with his trashers jersey yeah, that's on. Dope. So that was interesting. So yeah, go and watch um, Untold on Netflix. Even the Caitlyn Jenner one was super interesting. Yeah, it was. Um, I don't normally fucks with a lot of the things that Caitlyn Jenner says, but just the whole story of Bruce yes. and how Bruce achieved everything that he did, the dedication. That that took. Yeah, I was even the tennis one of uh, what's it? Something fish, Mike. I didn't Mardi, watch that Mardi one fish. yet. I need to still watch it. The the amount of work these athletes put into into their careers, eh? it's crazy. Yeah, but I like you. But it's such a motivator though because I watch it, eh? And I literally, when I go train or when I don't feel like training, I'm like, Keenan, you piece of shit. Yeah. Get these busy. people, these people train seven days a week. You can't even get your ass up to go to yeah. a fifty-minute no, job. Me, I was just like, "Yo, bruh, if you're dedicated like that, you deserve to be where you're at." No, for sure, and it's proof is in the pudding. Like you, what you put in is what you get out. Yeah, it's an old saying, but it's definitely true. Um, I have to be very cautious about talking about this next topic, but <laughs> I think you're taking us now. <laughs> I have to, and I didn't talk about it last week because we know we just cut it off, but it's my responsibility as a podcaster, even as small as we are right now, to talk about these things. Um, So Cristiano Ronaldo signed for Manchester United. All good and well, big deal in the sporting world. But there's that part of social media, the um, feminist community, that's still holding him 
to accountability for that rape allegation that he had. Yes. But the problem with social media and those that feminist community or this community against Cristiano Ronaldo is that they don't give the opportunity for men to talk about these issues, to understand what, what the issue yeah. is or what the problem is behind just posting Cristiano Ronaldo on your social media while knowing that he has this rape situation, situation. going on. Yeah. Bit of a backstory. So in 2009, 2010, Cristiano Ronaldo, there was this woman that made a rape charge or put a rape charge against Cristiano Ronaldo. It was settled out of court. Yes. Now let's stop there. I feel a big part of that settling out of court, there's a big guilty connotation to attached it, to, to it. it yeah. You know what I mean? But let's give context. And this is why the conversation is so important. And I'm not, let me just preface this by saying, I'm not trying to defend Cristiano Ronaldo or yeah. take his side or anything. If we were being super toxic, I would just be like, why would he have to rape fucking anyone? Exactly. That's, yeah. that's something that like you need probably, to... Women, women probably want to rape him. Exactly. But that's the thing that you need to be able to have the conversation about. about yeah. But men are too scared to have that conversation yeah, because, because you're like, you're going to get cancelled. Yeah. But in actual fact, it's a genuine question that you might have. Yeah, this is may, the super maybe, famous guy. Maybe behind the scenes he is a now, you know? Yeah. And he could maybe have done it. So and you, you we must could take have... Bo- you must take both versions. Both versions of it. And it would be good <coughs> to have someone explain to you that, let's say I say, said it, for instance, hey, Keenan, don't be silly. Don't be ignorant. A good-looking rich guy can rape someone. Most fucking definitely. It, it's possible. The power that they possess and they believe... There's they a can, number of can, factors that could have happened. He could have been uh, yeah, drunk, could have been... It's just like, yo, you don't want to sleep with me? Fuck you. Yeah, I'm like, who are you? Exactly. Ego. There's a lot of things that could have yeah. been in play. But you need to have the conversation. Yeah. You need to talk about it. So, back but to then. I didn't even know that that was a buzz about him now, still. Yes, still. I'm just looking forward to see the man play there, to be honest. And, and that's the genuine part from a lot of guys. They're genuinely just in it for the football. They couldn't care less about Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, I don't give a fuck about his they life. They don't know how many kids like he that. has. Yeah. <laughs> I, to this day, don't know what his wife's or girlfriend's name is. Nobody cares. Everyone just cares about the football. Yeah. There's a friend of mine, Nicole, on social media as well. She was going to cancel her weekly calls with her, mother, with her father and her brother. Because they just hyped about Cristiano. I would actually like to have her on this podcast. Which Nicole is this? Nicole Osborne. She's overseas. Already. And she was like, she, she made a post on social media. She's like, I'm canceling my, my, my weekly call with my father and my brother because they're posting too much about Cristiano Ronaldo and I'm not fucking with that. Why did you do that? Even Why did you not that. have the call with your brother and, and, and your father? Fo- yeah. and, and speak to them about it. And talk about it. Yeah. That's the problem that I have. Everyone's cloud chasing. Why exactly? Yeah. Why are you just cutting off the situation? Same thing with Drake and, and this R. Kelly um, thing, yeah. Uh, a reference. Did you find out who referenced it? Because I can sure as hell, I'm almost certain that Drake didn't go sign off on the final references and stuff Most like that. Not. There's a whole lot of people involved in this situation. So, yeah, man, it's just... The conversation needs to be had. Yeah. But I guess I told you like we're gonna we're gonna move into a world where we cancel culture becomes 
the reverse because you know it's like if, every time something becomes too much of something mm. then a new conversation starts springing into do you into know what the system. new conversation is these people looking stupid afterwards yeah being like getting more information and i'm not i'm taking this away from cristiano ronaldo yeah. now you just going out there to canceling to, and you just jumping on the you just jumping the on the popular bandwagon there. when it comes out are you going to have that same energy to be like ah oh, damn sorry yeah. what go- no and that actually brings up the because i see now talking about things <coughs> is like the monique mala situation and katlejo yes that's on let's talk on so i see he's suing her and um couple of other couple people of other people for 4 million yeah and uh, loss of wages defamation mm-hmm. and i understand like and and i'm really like unbiased looking at it yeah I understand that like, the man's whole career is fucked, yeah. right? So he needs to win something big so that he can come out in the public and be like, I defeated it. Yeah. You guys were wrong. You Let me reinstate wrong. my I, image. I need my place back in the, in, the, in the game. Yeah. But if all those things that is alleged stuff that mm. he did and like he abused her and what, all that shit, like obviously you must be taken into account for that. Yeah, because <laughs> you need to have your day in court. You These things to, need to happen. Yeah, so yeah, I'm quite curious to see what the outcome of this whole situation is going to be. But it's like I said to you, another example: the AKA post. Yeah, he was like, "I'm, um, I'm actually fighting for creatives here with the prior show situation. Yes, yes. I'm fighting for creatives, and like I told you last night, I don't look at people's opening statements. Yeah, you look I at look at your last statement. Yeah, your last statement where you say I'm happy for the new presenter. Can't even mention his name in the statement. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like people are are just putting things out there. Out there, exactly. Um, but for me, still, like I still believe in a world of some privacy, right? Mm. But a, a big part of the world is obviously moving in the opposite direction, especially when you put yourself out there. Yeah, so uh, like for me, a court case like that thingy mm. shouldn't have been public knowledge, mm. but they they doing it for their own egos as well. Mm. Like if he if he took his AKA rapper persona hat off, yeah, and he purely wore his I'm a co-owner of the show producer hat, mm. then you go the legal fucking route the way he's doing. Mm. But it's no one's fucking business what you're doing. For sure. <laughs> you know, it's like you 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 battling something And I mean, I'm sure you've seen that play already where your lawyers tell you, "Hey, bro. Yeah. I don't think, you know, this one is not going to work out maybe maybe situations not yeah. because by then it goes back to uh the court of public opinion. You see, so but our Let uh, me go say face there yeah, but still. Yeah, our system doesn't work like that way. The court of public opinion makes a big decision on the outcome. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you see, so we're not, the, we're not in the fucking America, right? Yeah. So, and that's why I say like it's actually better to run it private, mm. so that it it follows the right uh, set. With Katlejo, yeah. let's let's just give our opinions from a from a podcaster's perspective. Yeah. Go have your day in court, sort it all out. If you are found not guilty, so be it. Start your career again. Again, exactly. Go to these people and say, "This is what the court judgment actually says. I'm cleared of all these charges." Oh, Katlejo's back on espresso. But there's a moose following that still loves this, bro. You know exactly. And, and the fact that he's not feeding his audience right now is a mistake for me as well. 
Because like, what the fuck are you hiding? And you, oh, you are, yo, you touching on a good thing. Why is he not on the gram and shit, puppy? Why are you still? Why what we are hearing from you, or what your fans are hearing from you, is this whole article of I'm suing these people? people. But wrong you, move. Wrong move. Wrong move, bro. <laughs> you should still be out here in the public and building your brand back up. But it's ego. Yeah, goes back to ego. He first wants to win and then walk free. I guess. Praise. To all to everybody. <laughs> it's been a heavy one. It's been a heavy one. Um, listen, guys, all that, just to tie it all up, I, I just feel that I've always say, first go and do a bit of research before you post something. That's the main fucking thing is that you can't just go on what PT said on Twitter Don't and jump. believe that is the, the truth. Don't jump on a bandwagon. And then I'm just going to leave you with a bit of a... A, a clip. <laughs> Wait, let me play this on you. Auntie Charlotte, Auntie Charlotte. Mm. Double long and the vaccine. Mm. True story. Yeah. Nice man. Yeah, go get that fucking shot. Go get your vax. We'll see you. Enjoy your weekend, guys. Be safe out there. See you next week. Same time, same place. For another episode. We out. We out.